Good morning, everybody. It is your boy, Opti, and we are back for another Simply Bitcoin. Today is Wednesday, August 2nd. And of course, welcome to your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, and nomadic warfare. We bring on Bitcoiners from all around the world, from the biggest names to the everyday Bitcoiner. We got them all. But today, it's just me and my co-host, Dell, and we will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And an interesting thread that's been popping up throughout the last couple of weeks, something we say all the time, as a Bitcoiner, as someone that's put their faith, as you might say, in Bitcoin, the truth is stronger than lies. And as much as people out there want to disparage Bitcoin, they want to denounce Bitcoin, they want to be skeptics and trash on Bitcoin, the countless campaigns cannot stop Bitcoin. TikTok next block. Bitcoin just chugs along, accruing value, accruing blocks. And we're going to see number go up. Of course, we're not going to speculate on today's show. But there are some people out there capitalizing on the asymmetry, which is obviously you guys. You guys understand why you should hold Bitcoin. You guys understand why you should propagate the Bitcoin memes. But there's also people like Michael, uh, Michael Saylor of MicroStrategy, and he just keeps buying all the Bitcoin. Stop selling him your Bitcoin, guys. You need to huddle on to these Bitcoins. So we'll cover his latest buys. But also, another interesting bit of news that came out yesterday, I think in the evening, is the fourth largest accounting firm in the world also concluded that Bitcoin is ESG friendly, which in my opinion is very interesting. Remember, we've been trying to connect the dots and ever since BlackRock announced their Bitcoin ETF, it seems like the whole world is starting to change their tune in regards to Bitcoin. And now we have another financial giant admitting what we've been saying for a while, that Bitcoin is obviously environmentally friendly. And BlackRock hasn't officially said that Bitcoin is ESG friendly. But if you read between the lines, the fact that they are trying to roll out a Bitcoin ETF, what's this tell you? It means that they are embracing Bitcoin. And we can clearly say that Bitcoin is ESG friendly. So we are seeing that you cannot stop Bitcoin. The financial incentives of Bitcoin are becoming clearer and clearer to many people outside of our Bitcoin echo chamber, and you just love to see it. So what's this mean to you guys? Nothing much. Just continue to stack, continue to orange pill, continue to spread the Bitcoin signal because we have the truth on our side and we know where the world is going. But as we always say, stay humble, Stack sats, stay solvent. This is the way, and this is how you can make it through the great transition. Anyways, bring in my co-host today. Dell, how are you doing this morning? I know you're all up on the super, what's it, superconductor materials now. So he's getting sci-fi on me before the show. How are you doing yeah, this morning, bro? I'm I'm good. I don't know. It, it it's I, I, the superconductor news is way more interesting too than than the uh, the alien stuff that was all in the headlines <laughs> in the past weeks or two or whatever. Because at least I can wrap my head around the possible applications of a superconductor material. Whether or not that'll actually happen uh, remains to be seen. But it's it's fun. It's entertaining, and I don't see it as anything more than that. Uh, really doesn't have anything to do with Bitcoin directly. If that were to become a widely replicable material that could be used in thousands of things across the world then yeah that, that would absolutely have impact on on bitcoin mining and hash rate i think hash rate would just go exponential but uh yeah as far as sailor and all this various news and the esg the narrative 
something that you guys said on the show the other day, and it's been said over and over again on these various podcasts is people are always saying the whole, I don't know the exact, exact order of this. You can help me out here, but it's first they fight you, then they laugh at you and then something, and then you win something like that. What's, what's the third one? I think it's first, first they, no, first they ignore you. Oh yeah. Then they laugh at you. Then they fight you and then you win. Yeah. And I hear people say things like, oh, we're in this phase or we're in the, this phase. But I, I think that the, it's a constant rotating thing. Like, I don't think that even I, I think once they once you win is when it, Bitcoin is the global currency. Now, I have no idea when that could possibly happen. Who knows? Who knows what 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 the future holds? But I think currently for the next few years, next multiple halvings, I, I think we're going to go through cycles of that. So we'll see things where it's a fighting phase. And then the next month, it'll be a laughing at you phase. And then some other thing will come out from Greenpeace because they're paid by Hex this time or whatever. And then it's then it's the the, 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 the back to the fighting you phase. And then this other thing will happen and they're ignoring you. And, oh, it's not actually happening. It doesn't matter. But as more and more people are talking about Bitcoin, and as I've said in a couple of different clips, and as many people have said, RFK talking about it, Ron DeSantis saying that there's no chance in hell that CBDCs under his watch will be a thing. The the topic of this, of of Bitcoin, of of money being something at play here is going to be more and more in people's minds. I think before the 20, when was Trump first elected? Before that election, I don't think people were really thinking 2016. So I think before that, a lot of people just kind of took politics for granted. It was not that big of a thing. Nobody was really paying attention. I, I don't mean nobody, but it wasn't nearly as many. And then this guy that people thought there was no chance, had a snowball's chance in hell of actually being elected, became president. People were like, what just happened? I got to pay attention to to elections and politics and I got to get involved. And it was, politics as a whole became more on the collective consciousness, became more on people's minds. And I think the same thing is going to happen with money. As people realize in a very stark and obvious way that the purchasing power of their dollar continues to decline, they're going to look at other things. Oh, should I start? Should, I mean, we're going to I think the world is going to see a real major change here uh, later on this month when BRICS announces whatever it is they've got going on. And I think people might go, mm, maybe I get out of the dollar, depending on what country you're in. If you're in the U.S., you're not getting out of the dollar because that's what people transact in. But if you're in a different country and you've got an option now, you might get out of the dollar. You might get into uh, Bitcoin. You might get into gold. You might get into whatever this BRICS currency is. So, yeah, I, I think there's a lot um, a lot to talk about here. And the the game theory side of things, as I hit on, and somebody just mentioned there, Cloud just mentioned, is is interesting because when you look at the game theory side of things, it just says, like I said at the end of that video, you have absolutely no idea what's coming down the pipeline. And I and I don't mean that in a, I know and you don't, just wait. No, 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 I don't know. I have no clue what's coming down the pipeline. I have no effing, I, I, I can't imagine. Because what's what's crazy about this, I play, I play a fair number of video games and have throughout my time. And the thing that people constantly forget is that the developer side of things is a very small number of people. I don't care. I, I Like I mentioned in that, the Diablo, the clip where I talked about Diablo, there was, a shy of 10,000 people on it, 9,166 people worked on that game. But how many people, how many people played that game? It was millions of people. There was something like 93 million hours in the first day dumped into that game. And the things that people are able to figure out, it, it, it just it blows your mind. And so uh, Blizzard had to come along and patch the whole game, change it, lower everybody's power level. 
And I think the same kind of thing is going to be happening in Bitcoin. So the, this this protocol was released into the wild. Same thing that happened with the Internet. Nobody could have foreseen that we would go from sharing some pictures and music online to Netflix and changing the entire structure of, of countries because of what you can do with the Internet. And the transmission of information at the speed of near thought across the world is it's, it's hard to wrap your, your head around what the implications of that are. So, yeah, my my little end here is that when it comes to Bitcoin, it it it's it is actually literally impossible to really conceptualize what the the network effect and game theory combined means for this as as more and more people join and then everybody has their own idea. And then you go to a meetup and you talk to somebody and say, well, what about this? And like, oh, my goodness, what if we did do that? You, you it just it grows constantly. And it, it I, I think the next few years and as we lead into the having is going to be a real wild time. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely love it. We're getting, we're getting bullish and cosmic in the first 10 minutes Every, of today's show. Time. Love it. Love it. All right, guys, let's get into the numbers. We got a lot to talk about. The Bitcoin numbers. Is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase really secure? Stamp Seeds do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial-grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. You want to put your generational wealth on one of the strongest metals on planet Earth, titanium. Your words are actually stamped into this metal plate with this hammer and these letter stamps. And once your words are in, they aren't going anywhere. No risk of the plate breaking apart and pieces falling everywhere. Titanium stamped seeds will survive nearly triple the heat produced by a house fire. They're also crush proof, waterproof, non-corrosive and time proof. All things that paper is not allowing you to hodl your Bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul. Stamp your seed on stamp seed. If you still have your seed phrase on a piece of paper in your sock drawer, scan the QR code oh wait, over there and we'll send you right to stamp seed and you can get yourself a storage kit today. Anyways, we're over here on the numbers, guys. You already know we are on Clark Moody's dashboard, bitcoin.clarkmoody.com. And we're going to get into some of the numbers. Of course, the block height is no one cares about the date. The only date that matters is the block height. And we are at 801, 376. Again, 801,376. The current Bitcoin price is 29,260. It looks like uh, we got out of that 28K range. We'll see if we have another leg down, which means the Moscow time, a.k.a. the sats per dollar, is currently at 3,418 sats per dollar the total percentage of bitcoin that will ever be created is at 92.6 percent the market cap in fiat terms is 569.0 billion dollars and the realized monetary inflation taking fiat currencies to school is 1.76 percent and the bitcoin versus gold market cap is 4.37 percent not even at five percent of the gold market cap and you guys think that we don't have room to run i still see the gold bugs on twitter saying that Bitcoin isn't the way. So they, they still got a lesson to learn. But, uh, you know, I like my gold. I can't wait till my my uh, house is covered in gold once it gets demonetized. Anyways, totally different topic. The total capacity in Lightning is currently public capacity is 4,685.19 BTC. The hash rate the last 90 days is 370 exahashes. And the pending fees is 2.87 BTC. So 
It's almost like Bitcoin works. Anyways, the news of the day, and the reason we're bringing this in in the beginning and not the news and the numbers is because it's talking about numbers. Michael Saylor is out here scooping up all the Bitcoin. Right now is not the time to be selling your Bitcoin to buy lower. You need to be staying humble, stacking sats, and staying solvent. So as you can see here, and I'll go into the announcement, MicroStrategy acquired an additional 467 Bitcoin for $14.4 million, and now holds a whopping 152,800 BTC. Dell, imagine having that much Bitcoin, even on your corporate treasury. That is just absolutely mind-blowing. Anyways, let's get into this announcement here. MicroStrategy announces second quarter 2023 financial results and now holds 152,800 BTC in total. So, MicroStrategy acquired 12,800 Bitcoin since Q1 for $361.4 million or $28.233 per Bitcoin. $28,233 per Bitcoin. What a steal. And you guys aren't stacking still. You guys aren't dollar cost averaging. Take a page from Sailor and continue to stack them sats. Anyways, as of July 31st, 2023, MicroStrategy held 152,800 Bitcoins acquired for a total cost of $4.53 billion or a Bitcoin price of $29,672 per Bitcoin. Absolutely amazing. Anyways, here's a quote here and it goes, our Bitcoin holdings increased to 152,800 Bitcoins as of July 31st, 2023, with the addition in the second quarter of 12,333 Bitcoins being the largest increase in a single quarter since Q2 2021. That doesn't make you bullish. You should be stacking harder. We efficiently raise capital through our at-the-market equity program and use cash from operations to continue to increase Bitcoins on our balance sheet. And we did so against the promising backdrop of increasing institutional interest, progress on accounting transparency, and ongoing regulatory clarity for Bitcoin since Andrew Kang, Chief Financial Officer, MicroStrategy. And we have this visual here. This is documenting BTC, and it goes the balance sheet of MicroStrategy increased, of course, to 152,800 Bitcoins. And you can see how it has outperformed all other assets. And it's almost like MicroStrategy is confirmed to be the de facto Bitcoin ETF. And you can see here that it's even outperforming Bitcoin in that time. So since stock performance, since August 10th, 2020, when MicroStrategy adopted its Bitcoin strategy, it's been up 254% MSS or MSTR, aka MicroStrategy stock. And Bitcoin price has been up 145%. And you can see all the other equities and assets in the world. We got S&P 500 at 37%, NASDAQ at 31%, gold at negative 3%, silver negative 14%, bonds negative 18 And then we got, you know, Google, Apple, and Microsoft in the, you know, 78 to 61%. We got Meta 21%, Netflix negative 9%, Amazon negative 15 And then we got some enterprise software stocks, Oracle 100 13%. But it's absolutely crazy to see that master or MicroStrategy is outperforming Bitcoin in this time. It is like the de facto Bitcoin ETF. And so we haven't got the official Bitcoin ETFs, but man, look at these numbers of just how bullish MicroStrategy has been on Bitcoin and how much Bitcoin they are actually getting. There, there's MicroStrategy and then there's everyone else stacking Bitcoin. 
And it's really just mind blowing how much Bitcoin they are they are accumulating. And uh, low key, guys, it's making me terrified. Uh, that's that's a lot of Bitcoin for one company or one person to hold. And you know, as we've been saying on the show, MicroStrategy, El Salvador, any one of you guys that have been stacking for the years, the past years, are going to be vindicated in this bull run moving forward. I'm I'm fully convinced of this. But man, what a giga Chad sailor just continues to stack, continues to eat up all the Bitcoin. And this doesn't even account for other big named institutional asset managers, billionaires out there that want to also stack Bitcoin. If you are not bullish right now, you need to get off Twitter and stop arguing with people because Bitcoin is about to blow up. And it's it's only a matter of time. Delay your, your time preference. It's going up forever. Number will go up, but also freedom will go up. And that's why we're all here is to usher in a better world. And holding Bitcoin is how we do this. Anyways, Dell, what's your thoughts on Giga Chad Michael Saylor stacking 12,000 more Bitcoin? Now he's at 152,000 plus Bitcoin. Absolutely insane numbers. The thing that really stands out to me about that is that he can stack or MicroStrategy, we'll just say it's I know it's not his personal stack, but whatever. It's MicroStrategy, MicroStrategy's stack, how they can stack this much and the price doesn't it's not affected all that much, which begs the question, who else is stacking? Maybe not this hard, but stacking in that range, because I, I, I have a really hard time believing that MicroStrategy is the only entity, corporation, group of people that has seen the writing on the wall and understands the implication of what Bitcoin could mean for the world. I, I, I think that more people have seen that, whether it be small nation states, other places that have seen this and have gone, hmm, maybe we should start stacking as well. Maybe not as aggressively, maybe even crazy thought here, more aggressively than MicroStrategy. But MicroStrategy, what's unique about them, as far as I can tell, is they're talking about it. They're being transparent about their buys. Why? I, I don't know why. Maybe it's a fiduciary type thing. Maybe they have to. I don't understand corporate boardroom politics and why they got to share or say things. Maybe maybe, they, maybe maybe he has to. I don't know. But other people don't have to. We just found out earlier this year that, that the small kingdom of Bhutan was mining Bitcoin. Nobody knew about that. How many of these other things are going on that we have no clue about? It's just, and people go, well, why doesn't affect the the price of Bitcoin? Well, because in the in in the global landscape of things, it, uh, when you've got eight billion people on the planet and you've got nine hundred dollars total, nine hundred trillion dollars of total global money around the whole world, well, it's going to take a lot more than a small company in the grand scheme of things, honestly, to be doing all these buys to affect the, the price of Bitcoin. But what will inevitably happen? If more people get on this train, more people start to see the benefits of Bitcoin, start to see him. Hmm, maybe I want to have my money held in something. I want my money to be something, not held in something, but I want my money to be something that doesn't fade away and its buying power just diminish like rot in the sand. Then maybe I should get on that. And as more and more people, the regular Joes, they are going to be the ones that really ultimately decide the price of Bitcoin going up or, or crazy. It's, it's, not, it's not that BlackRock, which we'll talk about later, doing whatever they do will be the ones that dump so much money into it. It sounds like $9 trillion is, is, is a huge amount, and it, and it is, but in the global landscape of things, it's not that much money. It's, it's part of a, a much larger ecosystem. What they do is they kind of kick the door ajar and go, hey, look at what's going on back here. There's a party back here, and then everybody else that's behind BlackRock goes, ooh, let's get in on that party. So it's not necessarily what these 
well, admittedly, large players in the spaces are doing. It's what they signal to the thousands of people behind them. They're like, oh, oh, well, let's pay attention to what's going on over there. It's like, it's the same kind of thing that happens when a, a, a celebrity talks about a thing. That's why you have all these people that want to be influencers. It's not that they necessarily do so much. It's the people that they can inf influence. A, a, a person on, on Instagram posting daily, uh, posting whatever little silly dance videos or something, they're nothing. It's what they it's the impact that they have on the thousands of followers that they have and what those thousands of followers that will then do. So if this person says, oh, you should buy these new whatever things, this new trinket, this new fidget spinner, and then 10,000 people go out and buy a fidget spinner. Yeah, the fidget spinner company is going to want to be in the ear of that influencer. It's, it's just it's kind of whipsy wopsy big big words backwards. So don't really necessarily pay so much attention to what the big dogs are doing. Pay attention to what they might usher in. So the yeah, signal think, is always kind of buried in the noise. Yeah, I agree. And and we touched on this in the beginning about people really underestimate the black swans that can affect the Bitcoin price. And you asked a question about Sailor, like, why is he so public about it? And on the one hand, I think it is like a fiduciary responsibility. He probably has to, you know, be transparent on his buys. But on the second, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's It's about giving a clear market signal out there that like, hey, you know, quote unquote, smart money is buying Bitcoin. So it's OK for you guys to also invest in Bitcoin. It's OK for you guys to hold Bitcoin, because look, for better or worse, most people out there look for their peers and, and look outside of themselves. And they don't you know, they don't critically think, for lack of better terms, and they don't go out on a limb. They don't risk the biscuit to you know find a new investment. They see what everyone else is doing and then they jump on board. And this is what we're seeing with the BlackRock ETF, with Sailor with uh, the news that you're going to cover in a minute. Once the once it's okay for you to be in Bitcoin, the floodgates are really going to open up. And I think a lot of us are, are really PTSD'd right now and, and being conservative and, and a little traumatized from the previous bear market that we don't want to get stupidly bullish. We don't want to give the hopium. One of my boys, uh, Nuded Fields, he's like, what is this? Simply hopium? Yes. No, it's about it's about keeping you guys updated and, and exposing what's going on because you can stay very negative. We Yesterday, we covered about government attacks, trying to KYC everything. And today, we're showing you that, hey, in the face of all this stuff, people are still acknowledging that Bitcoin is the best investment moving forward. And this is why you should own some. Anyways, before we move on to the numbers, we got to plug Bitcoin Conference. So if you are in Europe, make it to Bitcoin Amsterdam, October 12th. 13th 2023 and you can use the promo code simply all caps i believe and you'll hang out there i i wish i could get to amsterdam and see this conference it's probably going to be super lit i can't wait to go back to amsterdam and it would be even more fun with bitcoiners so if you are in europe make sure you are going to Bitcoin Amsterdam. Get your ticket today before the prices go up. It's October 12th through the 13th in Wester Gas. Anyways, let's get into the news because we got a lot to cover and we got to give Dell the floor. The Daily News. So thanks to Crypto T here, she covered this KPMG. And I honestly, I had never heard of KPMG before this news came out. So you may have heard about this over the, what was it, the past few days over the weekend, I think this came out or just yesterday. They're one of the largest, like the fourth largest advisor firms in the world. 
And the, the so real quick here, I don't know if any of you saw the movie Oppenheimer. I'm sure some of you did, but I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I've been listening to the book that that, that movie was based on, American Prometheus. And the thing that really stood out to me about that above all else is where Nico, not Nico, sorry, Opti, Opti started this whole thing was that the truth is stronger than lies. And the thing about Oppenheimer that gets mixed up commonly is that he was a communist. He was this, he was that. That's not the truth. That's not the truth at all from thousands of hours of research, because there were many, many, many hours of, of wiretaps that the FBI did. So they heard conversations of him and many other people associated with him. They, they learned the, the truth. And the truth, more or less, was that Oppenheimer was a true, he loved his country and wanted to do the best thing. And as you learn more about things, you he came to realize maybe this wasn't such a great idea, the atomic bomb. And he saw what that ushered in. And he wasn't a fan of that. He still believed that at the time that it was the best thing that they could do. He was kind of a, between a rock and a hard place. But most of the smear campaign, a lot, a huge portion of that smear campaign came about by this guy, Louis Strauss. And he lied and he tried to, he hated Oppenheimer. He had a real vindictive streak in him. The point that I'm saying, the reason I'm mentioning this is because the truth eventually came out and we doubt now know the truth. Now here to this, the KPMG thing here, Crypto T here, huge shout out to her. Crypto T underscore here says, I read the Tim Page KPMG report, so you don't have to. Bitcoin is pro ESG. This is something that you and I, anybody that's paid more than three seconds of, of attention to the space knows, knows this about Bitcoin. But other people are starting to see it. The truth is starting to come out because it is stronger. Like lies have to keep on lying and it takes a lot of energy to keep on lying. But the truth can just do what it does. It just sits there and waits for you to discover it. So she says here, Bitcoin does not emit emissions. Oh, that's what Pierre Richard said back on his videos. Like, oh, look, there's no emissions here. Look, it's not doing that. ESG's problem with is the is with the energy creators that burn fossil fuels. Exhibit one is all these different things. You've got tourism, all these different gas flowing, all this different stuff, the MTCO2 emissions. While Bitcoin's emissions may be lower than often discussed, stakeholders are focused on industries and firms achieving net zero. How can Bitcoin help reduce emissions to align with goals and objectives to help their stakeholder groups? Number two. Bitcoin miners are incentivized to use renewable or wasted energy. Now, why would that be the case? Why would they want to use that? They don't really care. This is free market stuff here. It's straight up. All they want is the cheapest energy. And oftentimes, these renewable wasted energies are the cheapest energies. Bitcoin mining can help balance electrical grids due to its ability to quickly curtail its energy use during times of high demand. We've all heard about this, how when it's hot out there, but maybe it's cloudy and there's no sun, then the miner can go off so that the other sources can go on or you've got flaring over here. They can they can tap into that because it's just burning and all this you've got this energy is going to waste and the miners can show up there and then you could have a little community build up. This is the, that's the biggest thing that I'm always talking about is how communities could sprout up around these stranded energy sources and you could have whole little cities towns grow where these where these energy sources are because if it's going to chicken egg problem like well, are we going to put a bunch of uh hotels and a conference center out there when there's no no energy no sort well no well are we going to put a bunch of energy out there if there's no people well no the miners show up well we can start making money off of the stranded energy and then people can show up there and then you could build a community out there uh, criminals don't use bitcoin government currencies ethereum Stable coins and altcoins are far more used for money laundering. Here's a graph here. Bitcoin is down on the very bottom. It's the lowest of all of these that people are using for these illicit uh, things. Money laundering, 
uh, concentration. It's primarily, like almost exclusively, Ethereum, stablecoins, and altcoins, and then also government currencies. And this is something that uh, Nico and Opti talked about yesterday in that bill, that it, it's starting, we're, we're looking down kind of a scary timeline here where people are being watched and, and the, the justification for watching and all this AML KYC stuff is, oh, it's because of illegal use. But that's not the case. That's that's not the case. That isn't what's happening with Bitcoin. Four, financial inclusion. The World Bank estimates that 1.4 billion people do not have access to bank accounts. In Afghanistan, women are often prevented from having a bank account. Bitcoin can save people from authoritative regimes and hyperinflation. There's a long part here, but we've all heard this, how it's, it's, it's money for everybody. I heard a phrase, I don't know where it was. I think it was on a small clip this, this morning that I was listening to. And the guy said that Bitcoin is the is the money of my enemy. It, there, it, it's not exclusive. It's anybody can use it. And that might be you. That might mean that sometimes people that you don't like are using it. But that is what true freedom is. That is what true free speech is. It means that you're going to defend this guy over here who's saying something that you can't stand, but he should be allowed to say it as long as it's not like, oh, fire yelling, fire in a theater, those things aside. Conclusion, Bitcoin provides a number of benefits across an ESG framework, helps stabilize energy grids, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, and even provides sustainable heat to commercial and residential properties. And that's that's the the, the, the biggest takeaway here is that more and more people are being pointed in the right direction. This is what I talked about a minute ago with, with Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy and all these different players. There's this player over here. The, 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 the players on the board are starting to get placed and people are going to start to see what the game is. And the game is that the current financial system is a joke and it's a mess and it's an absolute disaster that robs regular people of their hard-earned money. And if you say, well, I'm not earning money through a hard way, well, then what, what are you doing? If you don't have a job that is actually demanding and actually rewarding in both a uh, spiritual, physical way and actually a monetary way, then well, we might need to look for a new job. Um, this is why I find the, the phrase passive income so disgusting, but that's a whole nother rant that I'm not even going to get into. So now over to the next player, enter stage left BlackRock. Now, if you're thinking about BlackRock and, and ESG, remember this? This happened last just a few weeks ago, July 17th, BlackRock names Americo boss to board. London, July 17th, Reuters. The world's top asset manager, BlackRock, has named Amir Nasir, Amen, Amen Nasir, the, the chief of world's largest oil company, Saudi Americo, as an independent director. Nasir joined Saudi, Amer uh, Saudi Arabia's oil state giant as petroleum engineer in 1982. So he's been in the game for a while. And decades later, in 2019, led America's initial public offering. Quick, before I continue on there, this guy has been in the oil game for a hot minute. He's 65 years old. Amir Hassan, Aman Hassar-Nar is the president. I'm, I'm butchering this guy's name. Sorry, dude. CEO of the Saudi Arabia oil company, the world's largest oil producer. He was acting president chief until September 2015. He went to the, the King Fahd University of Petroleum and Minerals. So my point here is that this guy has been all about fossil fuels, like the entirety of his existence. That is what this guy does. So here, BlackRock has sought to strike a balance on the issue of climate change. I'm going to push back on that here in a second. Continuing to invest in fossil fuel companies while nudging them to adopt energy transition plans. The, my pushback is, I don't think BlackRock gives two rats asses about it, it, energy, ESG, anything. I don't think it cares on uh, a single iota. I, I am of, of, this is Dell's personal belief that BlackRock has one care and one care alone, make as much money as possible. I don't think they care about any 
nothing else. I think that is their number one, hands down. Nothing even is an even remotely close second to that number one point. Make as much money as possible. And if if the temperature in the room is ESG, well, then they'll say ESG. If what is going to make a bunch of money is to build a bunch of windmills and solar, solar this or that or whatever the heck is, then that's what they're going to do. They're just paying attention to what's going on as any analyst, as any market manager would do and go like, oh, everybody's into Teslas. I guess we should invest in Tesla because there's a heap of money going into this. Oh, everybody's into trucks. Well, maybe we should invest in the biggest truck company because that's what everybody's buying. Oh, fidget spinners are the latest thing. I don't know what fidget spinners are on my mind today, but it's they, they kind of represent an absolute joke, a complete waste of money that a lot of money went into. And if a bunch of people could make a bunch of money off of a joke, then that's what people are going to do. They don't care that it's a waste. They don't care that it uses plastics and that the plastics are going to end up in the fish pond the fish pond are going to get that, that that's not on their mind at all they're not thinking anywhere beyond they're, they're they're very high time preference individuals the people that think this way now and as that is that saying that blackrock is a high time preference individual or a group no i don't think so i think they're low time preference but you have to balance those two time preferences to make as much money as possible. You have to look down the road. How long is this going to last? Well, let's get as much money now so that we can invest that money that we make now into other things that will keep us making money down the road. It's it's a, it's a big wobbly, wiggly, wobbly mess here. So how do you get into the ES? How do you, how do you get as much money as you can on the energy side of things? Well, maybe, maybe you put the guy that's in charge of the largest petroleum company, the largest gas oil company in the world on your board so that he can give you some insights and a few things that he's learned. That might be a good place to start. Oh, that's exactly what they did. And here, Bitcoin Magazine is reporting, this is just today, this went live at 5.05 a.m. August 2nd, that the Bloomberg analysis of Bitcoin ETF approval odds are now at 65% up from 1% months ago. So when it was first announced, we were like, ah, it's got it's got a snowflakes chance in, in, in my humid bathroom. Don't ask why it's, I've got plumbing problems. We'll, we'll figure out that later. So it's not, not looking good. Let's just put it that way. Not looking good now. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. What's the chance that I have something in my fridge, <laughs> put it about 65%. My roommate wasn't there off of his wacky spree last night. I mean, he came home and maybe ate everything, but I'm going to put it at 65%. I didn't hear him rummaging around. So I'm thinking it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. 65%. So where we're at right now, we're in the, I don't know what phase we're in. We're in the, everybody's confused phase and everybody's going like, ah, 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 what's going to happen? We've got all sorts of news on the political space. Everything's happening on the campaign trail. It's going to, we are entering, constantly entering. People are like, oh, this is the craziest times of our lives. But you know, when I've talked to elderly people, because where I work, I, I, I work around some people that are, I don't know, they probably wouldn't take kindly to me calling them elders, but they are my elders. I mean, that's just a fact of reality. And I've asked them, is it all that crazy now than when you were younger, like when Nixon and this is like, it's about the same. It's 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 not that much different. It's it's a different flavor of the same kind of everything's crazy. Whoa, Vietnam and the Korean War and go for it. It's, it's always something. Y2K is down the pipeline and the entire world's going to shut down. <laughs> we have no idea what's going on and nobody has any idea what's going on. We're all just trying to figure out, make it from one day to the next and that's that's the beauty of Bitcoin is that it is a measuring stick. It is a, a a known thing that as long as the miners are there and as long as the nodes are there to connect with the miners and talk with them and keep that immutable ledger going, TikTok next block, I, I don't know, Bitcoin honey badger doesn't give any fucks, has literally zero fucks to give. It's just 
flumping around doing whatever it does. I don't know, Opti. What what's what's your take on 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 the this right here, the, this last bit here, that that approval rating? What's what's the Opti approval rating on on the uh, BlackRock ETF? What, 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 what uh, the, like the, my the, approval that I care about it is a it's <laughs> no, a no. zero. It's a it's a it's a big egg. But um, I I think this is just kind of further proof. Remember when the BlackRock ETF got announced? Literally the very next day, Forbes. I believe it was Forbes or maybe it was like Fiat Times. They dropped like four articles like in favor of Bitcoin. And it just goes to show that all it really takes is a few big name people to be like, I am a Bitcoiner. I want some Bitcoin for the whole floodgates to rush and, and everyone trying to scramble and get some Bitcoin. And we know, guys, that BlackRock and Larry Fink, they only care about money. But Bitcoin's incentives continue to show that, hey, you might want to get some just in case it catches on. And Elaine said a good comment in here, and I'm going to echo it because it's something that I definitely believe and it, this is, I think, something that more people should know. You know, it's all about power and control and money is the method, guys. This is it's clear as day. I think anyone that understands what's going on understands that this is the game. And then back to the whole, you know, Bitcoin is ESG friendly. As much as I think ESG narrative is a psyop, it's a scam. It's a way to control human behavior. And by controlling human behavior, you can control society. This is, you know, very, very clearly laid out. And we've laid this out on the show. You know, I did a meme, I think it was on Monday about how ASICs are zero emissions and eco-friendly and compared it to a TI-84 calculator. And like no one cares or even talks about the energy use of your computers or your, your game consoles or your Christmas lights or whatever, your, your dishwasher, your washing machine. No one cares about this. But I think the telling aspect of this is the knee-jerk reactions to Bitcoin's energy use and Bitcoin mining in general. Because it's not really about energy. It's not about them using dirty, dirty energy uses. It's what Bitcoin represents. And that terrifies the fiat cartel. But even if it was about Bitcoin's energy use, we've shown it before on the show. And I have my, my silly little ticker here of Unplugged Denmark. I think the energy use of Bitcoin even if we had to justify, it is justified in itself by being like we have a transparent ledger that cannot be debased, that cannot be tampered with. But putting that aside, Bitcoin's energy use pales in comparison to so many other industries that it's literally negligible. And we've seen the receipts on this constantly. And it just goes to show that no one out there that is anti-Bitcoin is either serious or on the one hand, or they're a bad actor on the other hand, because they have some kind of fiat incentives to psyop gaslight people out there and try to convince them that Bitcoin isn't a way for them to improve their lives. And it's, it's absolutely disgusting. And we've shown constantly on the show that, that uh, KPMG report also showed it that this is uncontentious that Bitcoin reduces greenhouse gas emissions. We brought on people from the oil and gas industry. We brought on Bitcoin miners that are mining with nuclear power. We constantly show that Bitcoin improves planet Earth environment. And if you are an environmentalist out there, then you should be pro-Bitcoin. If you are anti-Bitcoin, again, you're either not serious or you're a bad actor and you can't convince me otherwise because we have constantly battled the propaganda and shown that Bitcoin improves not only your lot in life, but the environment in general. It's just it's it's absolutely insane 
that people still say that Bitcoin's going to boil the oceans. Remember they said Bitcoin was going to boil, you know, wait, what was it? Bitcoin was going to use more energy than every country in the world and it was going to boil the oceans by, what was it, like 2019 or something? I don't know. Obviously, we know here at Simply Bitcoin and, and most of the regulars out there know that climate change is a scam. Now they change it to, uh, it's not climate change anymore, it's... Uh, I forget what the new narrative shift is, the new framing. They they sh they just shift it to something else that's not climate change anymore. I don't know. They're basically it's climate they're they're basically saying that we're boiling the environment now. They're they're like amping up the fear just to terrify you, to give you more taxes. They even said like, all right, we're getting crazy today. They even said that like the aliens want us to uh you know, worry about climate change and like the, the nerds are absolutely insane. You know, what? they'll blame Taylor Swift for the, the inflation. They're blaming aliens for climate change now or the aliens want us to believe in climate. It's just like the narratives are getting out of control. And it's very simple. Bitcoin mining literally reduces greenhouse emissions. Bitcoin mining is good for the energy grid. Bitcoin mining will incentivize the use of cheap energy. Bitcoin mining will bring new cities to places that were literally unlivable before because now we can use the energy there and we can plug miners in and people can profit and cities can build around it. Like Bitcoin mining literally improves the world. And this is back to the idea of the different black swan events that few people understand that we don't even understand. We, we, we don't have a crystal ball out here. We don't know what's going to happen, but we constantly see black swans pop up and just make us even more bullish in regards to what Bitcoin can and will do for society. So anyway, Dell, I see you have a video. What, what do you got going on over here? No, no, no. It's not a video. Uh, say it. it's, my, it's my meme review score. Okay. All right. Cool. Got to keep all that right. under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before we move on, guys, let's talk about the Orange Pill app. I say this constantly. And if you caught the TTO last night, we talked about it as well. You need to surround yourself with like-minded individuals. You need to surround yourself with Bitcoiners. Stack friends who stack sats. Get on the Orange Pill app. Create a Bitcoin meetup in your area. If you're the sole Bitcoiner, if you're the crazy Bitcoiner in your area, then you want to get on the Orange Pill app. Get a Bitcoin meetup in your area. You don't even have to educate. You don't have to do a whole elaborate education meetup. Just grab a beer with another Bitcoiner so you know that you are not the only crazy person in your area. Stack sats who stack or stack friends who stack sats, get on the Orange Pill app, download it in your app store today, and hang out with Bitcoiners. You want to surround yourself with Bitcoiners. Anyways, let's get into the culture, guys. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. All right, guys, before I get into the culture for today. And I think you guys are going to like this one. We're going to plug Pacific Bitcoin. Look, if you are on the West Coast, look, we got a conference in Europe, Bitcoin Amsterdam around the same time. But if you're on the West Coast, you need to get to the Bitcoin Pacific Bitcoin Festival, October 5th to 6th, 2023 in Los Angeles. It's the best time to be in SoCal. If you've never been to SoCal, I'm convinced this is the best time to be there. It's perfect 
perfect weather. You know, all your favorite, favorite Bitcoin influencers, speakers will be there. Jimmy Song, Lynn Alder, Greg Foss. We've got Alex Gladstone, Corey Clips, and Preston Pish, Max Kaiser, and more. Get your tickets today, guys. They're rising. They're, they're going up, but there's a discount right now. General admission ticket, $600. VIP ticket, $2,900. See you guys in L.A., in beautiful L.A. at The Hangar, October 5th and 6th, 2023. Anyways, guys, all right. This one, this culture might be a little clunky. So forgive me, guys, but I'm trying something different here. Uh, If you guys were in the chat the last couple of days, Friday and Monday, I was getting trolled. Well, I don't know if he was being trolled or concerned, concerned posting, but he was saying we don't teach you guys enough about lightning and so i figured all right let me see if i can do this live i don't think i have the the visual setup i don't have the camera set up to do this perfectly but i'm gonna try it nonetheless so if it's clunky i apologize but i'm doing my best guys you know i'm experimenting here anyways he asked us or told us two things first we don't talk about lightning enough we don't teach you about lightning enough and also we don't give back we don't send sats to you guys so I am doing something different. Before I get into this, drop a lightning address or a lightning invoice in our Telegram group, t.me slash simplybitcoin for 10,000 sats. I will pick some of you guys and I'll send them live on the show so we can show just how lightning fast Bitcoin can really move because there's still you know, shit corners out there that are saying like, uh, Bitcoin's slow. It can only do seven transactions per second. Uh, yada, 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 yada. Their bags are heavy. Anyways, first, what is lightning? It's a layer two on Bitcoin. It's, it's a, it's a basically a way to move Bitcoin quicker. It's off chain Bitcoin. It's still Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah, Dell, for sure. We'll do that. It's, it's still Bitcoin. You can quickly and cheaply move Bitcoin literally at the speed of light. This is what feels like the normal credit cards, you know, payment systems that you're used to. It's literally that quick. And I'll show you right now. Anyways, before you move on, there is a little process to getting on lightning. You will have to load up a Bitcoin wallet, well, specifically a Lightning wallet with Bitcoin. And you can just think of this like a checking and a savings account. You know, have most of your Bitcoin in cold storage away, locked up, your savings locked away so that you can't touch it, so you can make it extremely hard, so you can't get to your savings only if you want to. And then also, you know, think about multi-sig. So if anyone actually tries to uh, come and take it, they won't be able to. Anyways. Lightning, there's a lot of good Lightning wallets, and I'm going to use three here. I have two non-custodial and one custodial wallets, and I know before you guys start yelling at me about uh, custodial wallets, hey, it works. And uh, for the sake of simplicity and to show you guys here, I'm going to use Wallet of Satoshi, Phoenix, and my friend's new beta wallet, Mutiny. I'm, I'm falling in love with Mutiny. It still doesn't have a iOS app, but it's, it's beautiful. And, and, you know, I support my boys out there. Anyways, I've loaded up my lightning wallets already with some, with some Bitcoin. And I've been using these wallets before. And I even did some tests so that I, I knew I could actually do this live, but I'm going to show you how to do this live. Hopefully this translates well. Anyways, I'm on wallet of Satoshi here. Simple. Simple, right? I am going to press this receive button, guys. And then you get to here. And then I'm going to go to this lightning. 
and you can see a QR code. Usually, if you are on the internet, you can just literally scan your phone, scan the QR code, and you can send it. But since I'm moving in between wallets, I got to copy and paste. And it's no different than copying an email address and sending it. Anyways, I'm over here. I'm going to send one sat because everyone says, you know, Bitcoin is slow. It's expensive. I'm going to send a one sat uh, lightning invoice. You can see it here. And I'm going to send it from Phoenix Wallet. Again, Phoenix Wallet is beautiful. Highly recommend Phoenix Wallet. And here we go. We're going to send it. You'll get to here. Usually, oh, look at me. You can see me. Usually, you just scan it and you can get uh, your, your payment set. But I have to paste it. And here, look, it says allow paste. Oops. It's zooming out on me. Anyways, allow paste. Pay. You know, just press the button. Pay. And look, done, instantly done, before I could even turn it around. Now, you might say, oh, that's because it's going to Waller Satoshi, it's custodial, you know, like you're going from a non-custodial to custodial wallet, it's not really lightning, whatever. Well, we're going to do this again, and now we're going to do it from Mutiny Wallet, which is in beta, so, you know, it is what it is, but it still works great, to Phoenix Wallet. So, again, I added a one sat description on Phoenix Wallet, and it, you kind of have to edit it on the far left side, or far right side, it says edit. I put one sat in, and I copied the, I'm copying the LN uh, invoice. Now, I'm going over here to Mutiny. You can see Mutiny. This is literally from my phone browser, but it's an awesome wallet, and I can't wait for the iOS app to go. And you again, press send, guys, and then you'll get to this page. And you just copy and paste the Lightning invoice. And it'll ask you to confirm your send, and I got to open up these wallets so that I can send it. Oh, look, there you go. And the delay was because I had to send and open up the other wallet. Anyways, you might say, oh, that's okay. You know, you can send one sat to whatever, whatever. You know, here, just trying to debunk all your garbage. Let's go, and we will receive... Let's go. What do I got? Let's go 10,000 sats here because I'm going to send you guys 10,000 sats live if you are dropping them in our Telegram group. And let's send this from Phoenix to Wallet of Satoshi. Again, oops, can't even turn it around quick enough for you guys. It's already in Wallet of Satoshi. And here we go. Let's do it again. Uh, because, you know, 10,000 sats from a custodial wallet to a non-custodial wallet, that's not impressive, bro. Like, do something impressive. All right, let's try 10,000 sats from Mutiny, which is in beta, to Phoenix Wallet, which I highly recommend you guys download. I really love Phoenix. Actually, get on the waiting waiting list for Mutiny. Go support our boys. Continue. Confirm send. Let's see. Let's make sure this works out. This one might take a little longer because it's looking to find a route. See, this is what I knew would happen because it's a beta. It's taking a little slower, but it's going to go through. Just give me a second, guys. But before I go on, let me make sure uh, I have this Telegram group open. I hope you guys are dropping an invoice there. This is clunky because I am using two different apps on my phone, and I got to keep one open as the other one goes. So we'll see if this one goes through or whether I just put some egg on my face. There we go. Went through. I had to open up the app. 10,000 sats. Now let's just do it again. We will move 
this 10,000 sats over to Wallet of Satoshi so I can send them to you guys live right now. Um, I would, maybe you guys can drop a QR code, whatever you guys want to do in our Telegram group, and I will drop them to you guys live. Anyways, as you can see, it's simple, guys. Scan it, paste the code, upload your wallet, and it is done. All right? That's how quick it is. Final settlement, literally instant, quick, final settlement. And here we go. All right. Uh, he says it sucks here. No lightning, as in, like, the weather. All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I know. TC Joyce says, seems like I could use... Guys, before I forget, I don't have the perfect setup for this, but I'm still doing this live because someone was giving a shit that we never teach you about lightning. And you, we only ask, we ask so much because we ask for you guys to like on that note, like the video. I'm giving you back right now. And if you really want some really detailed tutorials on this, go over to our boys BTC sessions on YouTube. And he's got, he's got all the visuals and all the tools to do this. And he will break this down for you. He's great. He's got a great channel. Anyways, let's see. Uh, do I have, all right, here we go. All right. So you guys can see we're over here on simply Bitcoin's telegram group. I see a couple of you guys. I'm going to call, I'm going to cover, uh, copy the last one I see and I'll send a few more as we, as we're live. So shouts out to KG 81. I will send you some sats right now. Let me get over here on my wallet. All right. We're going to send you some sats, you know, here we go. Allow pace. All right. Oh, you just gave me. Hold on. All right. Sending you 10,000 sats. All right. Let's go. It's going through. I hope you have a connected node, bro. There we go. It went through live. You can't see the screen, but it went through. Let's go to the next one. Who else do we have here? We have Bitcoin Beacon. What's up, dog? All right, here we go again. Let's send some sats. Allow pace. Send 10,000 sats. Sending to our boy Bitcoin Beacon, who's always in the chat. It's sent. You can't see it because of my green screen. Maybe I should drop the green screen for you guys. Let's see who's else in here. We got Aldian. All right, let's go. Sending live, as you can see. It's quickly. Yes, I'm using Wallet of Satoshi right now, but that's what I have the sats in. And you guys can take it out of Wallet of Satoshi, whatever you want to do. Let me see who else is adding in here. All right. All right. Whatever. You guys, you guys aren't adding more in here. I think I got them all. But Bitcoin Beacon's trying to scam me of my sats. <laughs> drop, drop the the secret well no dude i just have twenty dollars in here i had like seventy thousand sats and i'm spreading the love drop some more in here like we got you bro uh telegram is t.me slash simply bitcoin here we go all right let me go all right we got victor salazar let's try this one you only want one sat bro no, we're giving you 10 sats. 10,000 sats. Done. Salazar, we got you. Uh, let's see. We got RM. This one might be a little clunkier. RM, don't give me the note next time. And let me see if I can do this. 
100 sats now, bro. Oh, I can't change the amount. All right, 100 sats it is. This one, I don't know if it's going to go through because you had that comment in the beginning. Yeah, LN is the bomb. Like, guys, it works. Any shitcoiner out there that is telling you that you can't move Bitcoin quickly, that it's slow, that it doesn't work, literally just hasn't put in the time, guys. Like, Bitcoin works. Yes, Lightning still needs to get fully integrated. Yes, there's still improvements to be made, but it works. And it, I've been using it since 2018. I try to use it as much as possible. I pay my... Uh, my my Luna node server over there, guys. Um, all right, let me see if there's some more. Uh, RM, that one should have gone through. Let me see. All right, we got Kitty. Let's do this. Everyone's trying to get in the Telegram group right now so they can get some sats. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right, there you go, Kitty. Got you. All right. Um, anyways. As you guys can tell, it works. Uh, dude, we, we show up every single day, try to give you guys a signal, keep you guys involved in Bitcoin. And I forget who it was, like Old Man Bill or something. All we asked for is a like, bro. Yes, we got sponsors. Yes, you know, we, we endorsed some Bitcoin companies. And I do give back. I do listen to you guys in the chat. I, I see what you guys want. You guys want me to talk about Lightning more. Well, I just did a live demo. That's how quickly Bitcoin works. Instant settlement over the internet. I wish I could have a QR code in here, but the YouTube chat just wrecks us. It, it Oh, here we go. Wait, no, that one won't work. Actually, maybe I can do this one. All right, my, my computer might lag, and then we'll move into Dell's take. Or actually, Dell, talk about mm. your giveaway right now as, as I try to pull this up and see if I can make this work for, your, for everyone. Yeah, I'm going to do possibly a million sat giveaway. And I say possibly because it kind of depends on you all. So it's going to be a minimum of 250,000 sats, 250,000. And the way this is going to work is pretty simple. You've got to message me on the Orange Pill app and you have to be following me on Nostra. I'm going to post both of those things right now. And you can I've got a pinned tweet where you can find this. So that's that's kind of a mess. I don't know about the formatting there, but on the Orange Pill app, it's Delio hyphen para on Nostra. You got the MPUB there and on Twitter, it's at D.L.I.O. para. No spaces, nothing. It's just just like that. So if you find me on I, I don't care about Twitter followers, could not care less about that at all. I'm just posting that there so you can find it easily. I want people to message me on Orange Pill app because I think it's really important to build that social layer of Bitcoin. And I want you to follow me on Noster. If I get 100 more followers on Noster, that's the, that's the main thing. And you have to message me on, on, on Orange Pill app as well. I'll give out 250,000 sats to somebody. But for every 100 that it goes up with a cap of a million, not followers, but for every 100 followers I get on Noster, I'll, I'll add another 250,000 sats. So if I go from the 40 odd followers I'm at to 140, it'll be a 250,000 giveaway. If it goes up to 240 followers, it'll be 500. If I get up to 440 plus followers, it'll be a million sat giveaway. And I'll just add all of those people's names to a list. I'll go to randomnumbergenerator.com. It's just a fully random number generator. I'll have everybody's name on a, on a spreadsheet. I'll just roll a number. And it'll be on there. So if I've got those extra 400 followers on Noster, and you've also messaged me on Orangeville app, great. I'll roll a number. You get a million sats. If it's only 100 followers, then I will give out 
250,000 sats to somebody on that list. And if I only get five followers, great, happy day. You, 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 if you're following me now and you can see the things that I post and, and whoop de do, but no giveaway. Um, so I've got, I, I'm trying to gain my, my Noster following base is what I'm trying to do here. And if I do, and if it goes up, then <laughs> you'll get some sats. Let's go. All right. All right. I sent a few more live while Dell was talking, but let's try to do a demo. Uh, see if this works. I got a URL here from Memento Mongoose. I'm pretty sure, yes, it's on the screen. Let's do this. You can kind of see me in the corner. I'm going to use the scan option. There we go. Lightning address. All right. There you go, Mamori. Shouts out to you. Confirmed. It's sent. Oh, my God. Copernicus. No. Why you do that? Why did you do that? I hope it didn't go on the show. Jeez. Copernicus, you... That's why I won't give you mod, mod access over here. I missed it. What? What? No. What? Hopefully it didn't pop up. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my. Anyways, anyways. All right. Let's, let's get into the... Did it fill? Dan, did that pop up? I, I'll have to cut it out. I'll have to cut that out. All right. I'll, I'm, I'll go back in here and I'll cut this out. Anyway, yeah, this is why we can't have nice things, Copernicus. Jeez. All right. Anyways, let's get into the meme review and we will. Okay. All right. I'll come back in here and I will delete this. All right. Anyways, let's get into the meme review. The favorite portion of the show which is when you send us memes. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. All right, guys. As you can tell, we are in the meme review. And um, this is your favorite portion of the show where you send us memes on Twitter at Simply Bitcoin TV and or drop them in our Telegram group. I might have to kick Copper out. Anyways, tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery, and we are on the front lines. Continue to spread the signal, continue to get the calls of actions out there, continue to orange pill the normies anyways this first meme is by maxi club 475 about you and we got a therapist couch here and we got a bitcoin it goes and then i sold all my chairs to stack more bits and the therapist writes in his or her notebook psychopath confirm financial bitcoin psychopath confirmed okay this next meme is by the btc therapist and it goes the giga chat is added again hashtag btc and it goes me can you stop buying all the bitcoin and sailor goes nope stacking all the sats here we go okay this next meme is by the having party mf bitcoin hodlers be like uh by the dip or by the top and this is the neo template and it looks at neo and then Morpheus goes, wait, did you just take both pills? Yes, we buy the top and we buy the bottom. Buy historical timestamps and buy the dip. Anyways, this next meme is by Thomas Farrer, and he goes, my internal debate right now. 
We got an angel on the shoulder and goes, buy more Bitcoin. And we got a devil on the other shoulder and goes, buy more Bitcoin. This is the way. Continue to stack sats. Either way, you're good to go. And this last one, since everyone's been on the Hex News, RD underscore BTC just goes, not going to make it scam, hashtag Hex. And we got this NPC Wojak with no brain. And it goes, <laughs> we had no idea it was a scam. And the little peanut in his brain is the Hex logo. Oh my goodness. Absolutely love to see it. All right. All right. Uh, Dell, give them your score while I give them mine. Okay. My, my score, I want to be really clear here that I'm only commenting on the drip. Okay. A hundred percent that I don't know anything about why what's going on in Africa is going on, but it, this is purely 100% the drip. Every time I see news of an African coup happening, these guys with their berets and their bodyguards, they're, they're dripped out to the max. I think their 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 fit is really dope. That that's all. My my that's my meme review. The, the African coup drip here. That's it. That's my meme review. Let's go. All right. Absolute drip. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Sorry. Mine is the BK bucket hat that wine just printed. <laughs> we out you with the BK bucket hats. You already know. Hit me up. Uh, yeah. Old man bills, bro. I did the whole lightning thing for you, and you missed it. Amazing, amazing. But uh, here, drop it. Actually, if you're in our Telegram group, maybe I can do it before the show is over. Anyways, let's get into some of these meme review scores. Drop them in the chat, and we will cover them live. But before I do that, I do have to plug our boys over at Noddle. So make sure you guys are running your own node and scan the QR code. We'll take you to the website. Get yourself a Noddle 1, Noddle Dojo, Noddle 2. It's a full Bitcoin and Lightning Network node. It's not just a Raz Pi. These are some beasts out there. And of course, red goes faster. You want this sexy red one. But it's something we tell you guys constantly. You need to be verifying your transactions for yourself. Do not trust other people. Yes, I know I used a custodial wallet on Lightning, but that was like $10. So like... It's not that big of a deal as far as I'm concerned. But your cold storage, you should be verifying that with your own node. Anyways, guys, I see a few of the meme review scores in here. So let's get it. Uh, first one by Neutered Field. Scored neutering Copper Nixon. Yeah, agreed. Confirmed. Okay. This next one is by Jose S. Bam. And he goes, I score these memes a hex scammer in jail. Oof. Okay. This next meme review is by Phil C. Says, I give these memes 365 days of the hex CEOs in Gray Bar Hotel. Oof. Okay. Elaine goes, score ESG fails. Bitcoin wins. No slavery for mankind. Let freedom ring. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Safe. Sail dog, what's it? One eighteen. Sail dog eighteen. <laughs> I give these memes a a a plus rating, double a plus rating. Yeah, that's a, that's crazy, dude. Uh, poop criminal goes. My score is Copernicus's picture. Yes, Ooh. wrecked. This next one, UTXO. I give the memes twenty years to life for sharing a picture of a human being on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, rave elevator. Oh wait, hold on. Let me see. BTC is true score. Copernicus fails. Bitcoin prevails. Yes. Okay. Let's go. A few more. We go Igor. I give those memes an African rebel Lord stylist hodl. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Elaine, we'll get the music soon. We're, we're working on a, a new intro and the transition music. So forgive us. We, we got to figure that out real quick. 
Anyways, Jose Espan. Wait, you already got one. Uh, this last one is by Rave Elevator. I score the memes actor Nicolas Cage in the Lord of War movie. Yes. Great movie. Great movie. Anyways, Dell, before we sign off, what do you got in store for us on YouTube? What, what's the next clip? What's the latest clip you're working on? Uh, I've got two more clips coming out this week and I'm completely blanking on what one of them is on like shadow players. It's kind of diving into what I talked about there uh, about the truth prevails and about how the what seems like what's going on isn't always what's going on oftentimes it's things behind the scenes and you got to be able to learn how to read between the lines so that's one clip i've got coming out and i've completely blanked on what the other one is but i know i'm going to be hitting on another jesse myers thread and he always has some pretty bullish news he goes over charts and whatnot and that one's going to be coming out next week talking about how this upcoming having could be one of the most bullish havings that we've ever seen. And he's always backing up his, his takes with, with raw data, which is always good. It's, it's, it's fun to have takes, but if you've got data to back up your takes, it's even better. Yep. Absolutely. Love it. And of course, uh, again, if you also want to get bullish tonight, there is an IRL with Peter Dunworth. It's going to mm -hmm. get absolutely bullish. You already know the deal. Anyways, Dell, thank you for filling in. We appreciate it. I guess we'll see you next Wednesday or the week Wednesday. After. Yeah, that, and that's when I'll do the drawing, assuming I get some follows and messages on Orange Pill app and whatnot. That's when I'll do uh, the 16th. August 16th is when I'll do that. Let's go. So we're giving out free. What, we're Oprah today. Set for everyone. Okay. All right, guys. Well, appreciate all you except for one really bad kitty in the chat. But like, share, subscribe to the show. Uh, we appreciate all the support. We appreciate every single one of you guys in the YouTube chat, hanging out, spreading the signal, correcting the noobs. You know, I, I did give some people some mod access. I will add a few more when I get the time to do it. But really appreciate every single one of you guys. Love you long time. We will be back for our normal show tomorrow. Until then, share all Bitcoin podcasts. Share the signal. Wake up your friends and family because the world still doesn't know that Bitcoin is the solution. Fix the money, fix the world. This is the way, guys. And we will see you on the flip side. Peace out.